Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Today is Tuesday, the 9th of August 2022. Starting in Africa today, Kenya has a presidential election today. Most opinion polls show a small lead for Raila Odinga, who was previously Prime Minister and who has been an unsuccessful candidate for president four times. Current president Uhuru Kenyatta is supporting Odinga after falling out with his own vice president, William Ruto, who is second in most opinion polls. Some reports say that drought and a lack of food in some parts of Kenya may stop some people from voting today. Cote d'Ivoire's president, Alassane Ouattara, has given a presidential pardon to former president Laurent Gbagbo. Gbagbo was facing charges of stealing from the state, but Ouattara, his former rival, said that he was giving Bagbo a presidential pardon to strengthen social cohesion. Asia. Israel has signed a truce with an armed Palestinian group called Islamic Jihad. On Friday, Israel started attacks in Gaza, calling them preemptive strikes on the Islamic Jihad group, which is supported by Iran. Islamic Jihad then fired hundreds of rockets into Israel, most of which were destroyed by Israel's Iron Dome defence system. Hamas, which controls Gaza, was reportedly not involved in these attacks, but Hamas said that 44 Palestinians were killed since Friday, including 15 children. China has announced new military exercises near to Taiwan and has stopped its military talks with the United States in protest against the visit to Taiwan last week of United States House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Sea and air traffic around Taiwan continued yesterday after Chinese live fire exercises finished on Sunday. Taiwan said that 21 Chinese Air Force planes entered its air defence zone yesterday. United States Secretary of State Antony Blinken has said that it is China and not the US which is changing its position on Taiwan. The change to the status quo that's prevailed with regard to Taiwan for more than 40 years is coming from Beijing, not from the United States or, or anyone else. That status quo is founded on something that was clearly understood for decades, and that is the differences between Taiwan and the mainland need to be resolved peacefully. And what we've seen China uh, do over the the last few years is move away from uh, a peaceful resolution of differences to doing so coercively and potentially forcefully. In Afghanistan, almost a year after the Taliban took control of the whole country, there are still terrorist attacks, generally aimed at religious minorities. Khadija Takir reports. In Afghanistan's capital, Kabul, 
A bomb in a busy shopping area killed eight people on Saturday. According to local authorities, 22 people were also injured in the explosion, which occurred in an area with many Shia Muslims. No terrorist organization has yet claimed responsibility for the attack. There was another blast on Friday for which Daesh, the Islamic State group, claimed responsibility. Europe. In Ukraine, Russia is continuing to strengthen its positions in southern Ukraine as it prepares for a Ukrainian attempt to recapture land that has been under Russian occupation since March. The United Kingdom's Ministry of Defence says that it has seen trucks, tanks, artillery and other equipment moving from the eastern Donbass region towards southwest Ukraine. Russia is continuing to bomb many towns in eastern and southern Ukraine. In the region of Zaporizhia, which has mostly been occupied by Russia since March, there will be a referendum on joining Russia, according to Yevgeny Balitsky, the Russian-installed head of the region. About three-quarters of Zaporizhia region is under Russian control, but not the capital city, which is also called Zaporizhia. Since July, Russia has extended censorship laws into Zaporizhia, which make it illegal to criticise the Russian army or spread information that Russia considers fake news. Russia and Ukraine have blamed each other for bombings close to the Zaporizhia nuclear plant, which is under Russian occupation but is being serviced by Ukrainian staff. United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres, speaking in the Japanese city of Hiroshima, said that international inspectors must have access to the plant, and that any attacks on nuclear plants are suicidal. Any attack to a nuclear plant is a suicidal thing, and I hope that uh, those attacks uh, will end. And at the same time, I hope that uh, the IAEA will be able uh, to uh, have access uh, to the plant. In Norway, a French woman has survived being attacked by a polar bear. The woman was attacked in the Svalbard Islands, the place where people live the furthest north in the world. America's... In the United States, the Senate has passed a $430 billion bill, which is intended to lower the cost of medicines, raise some business taxes, and fight climate change. All Republicans voted against the bill, saying it was too expensive. However, Democrat Senate leader Chuck Schumer said that the bill will also reduce inflation and create jobs. Our bill reduces inflation, lowers costs, creates millions of manufacturing jobs, enhances our energy security, and is the boldest climate package in U.S. history. And in Colombia, Gustavo Petro has been sworn in as the 34th president. Petro is considered Colombia's first ever left-wing president, Francia Marquez has become Colombia's first black vice president. 
A big thank you to Antal from Hungary for becoming our newest supporter. If you would like to support us and read the transcripts of every episode, you can get 10 euros off becoming a yearly supporter during August by using the voucher code August discount. In September, we are back to five days a week. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great day, and I will see you on Friday. <laughs>